everyone, this is Rick Sapio, and it is the third Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Central Time, and that means, as it has meant for almost 10 years now, it is time for the BFS Members Only Mindset Call. We now call it a podcast, but when we started, it started as a teleseminar and then a webinar, now a podcast. So welcome, everyone. We believe that being an entrepreneur and creating value, not consuming value, but creating value is one of the purest forms of self-expression and fulfillment in the world. And our objective is for you to be the best entrepreneur and business person that you could possibly be. We want you to create value. When you create value, you're more fulfilled. When you're more fulfilled, your family is better, your business is better, your health is better, everything is better. So that's the reason for it. The three legs of the BFS stool, which we cover on the second Tuesday of the month, the third Tuesday of the month, and the fourth Tuesday of the month are principles and tactics, which is next week, mindset, which is now, and financial success, which is the first Tuesday of the month. And you need three legs of the stool. I heard a quote recently, which has me thinking about mindset a lot. And it's by a guy that, yeah, it's funny. He's uh, I see his quotes a lot. He died in the 30s. His name is G.K. Chesterton. And this quote speaks to mindset as much as anything I've heard recently. It says, um, dead things drift with the current. Only things that are alive can fight against the current. And what that quote says to me is, Every day, we have to reinvest in our values. We have to reinvest in our objectives. We have to reinvest in important relationships. We have to, in a sense, fight against the current. Because the moment we just drift with the current, right then we've given up. And I feel like so much of society today is all about drifting with the current and doing what everybody else is doing and watching what everybody else is watching and reacting to what everybody else is reacting to. And being the father of four young kids, it's a fight every day to get them to realize that independent thought and conscious action are where they need to spend their time, not being sucked into the electronic vortex which I started to refer to as electronic sludge. Because once you're in the sludge, you can't really navigate. It's very difficult to navigate life in a um, fighting, with a fighting spirit when you're stuck in drifting along the current with this electronic sludge that drifts with you. So what BFS is about is from the very first module, from the very first time we talked about this in 2010 and started the company, it was always about waking up to your potential. It was always about living a life in alignment with your values. It was always about finding that catalyzing statement that gets you out of bed in the morning. It was always about magnanimity, being the best version of yourself and having your company be the best version of itself. There was a guy that uh, wanted to work in a zoo. He wanted to work in a zoo his whole life. So, you know, after he graduated from college, he said, you know what, I'm going to go to the, 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 
the zoo that I'm most familiar with in my neighborhood because I just want to work there. That's where I want to have my career. So he goes to meet the zookeeper and he says, I want to work here. And the zookeeper says, I'm sorry, we don't have any openings. And the guy says, but I've dreamed of this my whole life. I'll do anything. And the zookeeper said, anything? Huh, okay. Well, um, our gorilla died recently, and we don't want the public to know. And we've got another gorilla coming from uh, the jungle, but he won't be here for three weeks. So we bought this lifelike gorilla costume. Would you mind you know, wearing the gorilla costume and acting like a gorilla? And that's really you know, a way for us to evaluate you, but we really need that because we're really kind of in a jam. So guy puts on the gorilla suit, and during the open hours of the zoo, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., he acted like a gorilla. And uh, the public loved it. Well, he saw next door to him there was a, a, a lion den. And, you know, he was kind of bored, and he would climb up the fence and hang over the lion's den and, you know, make hissing noise at the lion. Well, you probably know where this story's going. Uh, one day he was making hissing noises and he lost his balance and he fell into the lion's den. And now he's like, oh, I can't believe this happened. And this lion starts circling him and the crowd has their faces pressed against the cage and like, what's going to happen? People start getting on their cell, their cell phones, calling the police, etc. And this whole scene played out uh, very quickly. So as the lion's getting closer, the guy didn't want to reveal anything, but he finally goes, help! And the lion comes up to him and says, hey, shut up, or we'll both get fired. <laughs> so what's the moral of that story? The moral of that, that story is, here we are in life. We're not crystal clear who we are because we haven't taken the time out of our lives to determine what our values are, what our role in life is. We're wearing all these different costumes. And we think the people around us are certain of who they are, but the fact of the matter is they're not certain of who they are either. And everybody's walking around with these costumes on without any, uh, what's the right word to say on this podcast, without having done the difficult work. And to me, the difficult work is taking whatever time necessary out of your life to decide and choose and wrestle to the ground your purpose, your catalyzing statement, and your core values. And I believe in my heart of hearts that these do not change. These are things that you're born with. These are things that deepen as you age. And these are things that you have to peel the onion, look into your heart and find out what they are and just declare them. It was uh, this very process that I went through years ago to find out that my purpose was to inspire entrepreneurship. And I think about that purpose every single day. And when I'm inspiring entrepreneurship like I am attempting to do right now in this podcast, my life works. And when I do things that are against my purpose and my values, my life doesn't work. And you know, every once in a while I realize, you know, my life's not working. So I'll go pull out my list of values, which I don't have to pull it out because it sits right on my desk, but oftentimes I ignore it. 
And the first value that sits there as glaring is simplicity. Is my life as simple as possible? Am I complexifying things? Am I adding relationships and situations to my life that don't align? Another one of my values is adding value, but being around people that add value. So when I'm around people that don't add value, because that's one of my values, my life doesn't work. I find myself almost you know, fighting for nothing or being surrounded by this gray matter, and I really can't understand what it is. But it's because my value of adding value um, is in contrast to some other people's values which may not be adding value. They might have a value of extracting value. I don't know. Um, the other thing is family. I love spending time with my wife and kids. And when I'm not doing that, then my life doesn't work. Health and fitness. When I'm in shape and my weight is down and I feel vibrant because I'm uh, you know, meditating and praying and eating right and exercising and taking time for myself. So I realized very quickly when my life isn't working. I had a conversation today with a guy in the gym this morning, actually, who said, if I go three days without working out, I literally melt down. I need those chemical reactions that happen when I work out. And I said, it's funny that you say that I'm the exact same way. And he said a really interesting comment. Could you imagine being someone who doesn't work out at all? What would life be like? And I can't speak for other people, but I know for myself, my mindset is so much more um, powerful, enabling me to achieve what I want to achieve when I'm working out when I'm in alignment with my values, when I'm in alignment with my purpose and catalyzing statement. So I'm challenging you right now with this mindset call to think about, are you willing to take the conscious action, i.e. the next step, to get crystal clear on these things that we're talking about right now? Are you willing to not be the person in the costume but in fact, be your true self. And that was a joke that I started with. I think it's pretty funny, but it's sad in a sense too. Growth rarely happens in isolation. And right now you're not in isolation. You're listening to me. And I was talking to Morgan about this podcast and she says, mention the, the, um, the BFS summit. We just came off of our 16th summit recently and it was a massive success. And putting on 16 big events like this, they're very expensive to put on, where we try to provide as much value as possible. is isn't easy, but we made the commitment to continue to do it. The next one is in March of 2020, the first weekend of March. It's at the same location. Everybody flies into Dallas. Everybody goes to the Marriott Quorum, and we have you know uh, two and a half days of intense therapy, I would call it, but it's work. And it's people that are not in isolation that want to just step away from life for a weekend and get to the next level. If you're not making decisions through the decision-making lens of simplicity, probability, and le leverage, these, to me, add <clears throat> so much mindfulness to my life. And I be it begs the question, are you mindful or are you mindful? In other words, 
Mindfulness is really about having a clear head. But the problem is our minds are so full of crap that we never get to the mindfulness state. So I want to encourage you that I believe, because I've seen it hundreds if not thousands of times, that the mindfulness that comes from being clear on the things we're talking about on this podcast is so beneficial to having a fulfilled life. I haven't seen a fulfilled human being in my life that wasn't clear on these things. I just haven't. I'm sure there are people that are fulfilled, but using simplicity, probability, and leverage, the most fulfilled people that I have encountered are clear on their purpose, clear on their values, clear on their catalyzing statement, clear on their key objectives. And it's all about accountability. Accountability is the glue that ties commitment to results. So once you commit to this path, and then you have an accountability group or an accountability system in place involving other people to hold you accountable, then and only then will the results happen. So I feel like this is the secret to life. The secret to life is having accountability to hold you accountable to the things that we're talking about on this call. And then to add one more wrinkle to it, decide what you're filling your mind with, what you're filling your time with. I say it at boot camp and summit each, each time. If you woke up in the morning, from the time you got up in the morning at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. or 11 a.m., whatever time you get up, if there was a camera crew that followed you around and recorded everything you did and everything you said, would you be happy with other people watching that? Because it's really shocking what people fill their lives with today. But if you just erased all of that nonsense and you decided, I'm going to fill my mind and my life with things that are consistent with my purpose, with my values, with my catalyzing statement, with my objectives, miracles will happen if you do that. And I've seen it time and time again. So with that, I will wish you a phenomenal day. Remember G.K. Chesterton's quote, which is, dead things drift with the current, only things that are alive fight against the current. And they fight for what they believe in. Have an awesome day.